Hey everyone, I'm Tom Keneshenko, a founding patron at Revelers DAO, and you're listening to the Revelers DAO podcast. Revelers provides funding and community to people willing to take on tough global challenges. We believe that all problems are solvable with the right knowledge, the right people, and a little bit of cash. I'm honored and humbled to bring you conversations with the world's top impact founders and investors to learn the tools they're using, how they're thriving personally, building good communities, and what they think the future looks like. Vitalik Buterin built Ethereum on a $100,000 grant. We can solve these problems and we can prosper while doing it. If you're a young founder willing to take on a big challenge and need some funding, head over to revelers.wtf. If you'd like to join the Revelers community and help us pursue this mission, head over to that same link. Today, I have the total pleasure of speaking with Jess Byrne Strombling. Jess was one of the very first employees at Summit Series, which remains one of the world's most powerful communities of founders and investors globally. She was their global community director for nine years, and today is the chief product officer and a partner at Summit Junto, which cultivates personal advisory boards to support some of the world's best founders. I learned a lot about the power and the nurturing of building communities of like-minded people that support us in our work. Enjoy. Jess, thanks for being here. Thanks for being a, a founding patron. So you are a partner at Summit Series. You've been on the team since very, very early days. Summit is one of the most progressive communities on earth, period. You guys have thrown some of the best events on earth ever, period. You've hosted presidents, you've hosted founders, you've been a home to crazy entrepreneurs for a really, really long time. To me, that makes you a bit of a legendary founder and community builder. Uh, and that's, of course, why why you're here and, and why we're talking about Revelers. Did you always want to be entrepreneurial or where did that start? Thanks for having me. And yeah, I think that's always been a big part of my story. I was kind of always lying about my age when I was young and, and coming into New York City and finding uh, finding opportunities to express that entrepreneurialism and joining up with founders that inspired me to really learn and understand what it takes. And I guess my, my, one of my earliest entrepreneurial endeavors was actually a jewelry company um, in college where I would quite literally sling bracelets out of my purse at the bar to, to pay for all of my friends' drinks. <laughs> and if you could see me now, I have jewelry adorned on both wrists. So certainly a part of who I am and, and certainly defines me and has been a pleasure to get to bring together so many entrepreneurs across all different industries and disciplines for so many years and, and kind of get a a front row seat to what it means to be a builder and a maker and a breaker of, of all things. For sure. I truly believe the work that, that you've done, you are doing. You're the chief product officer at Summit Junto, which is effectively a global mastermind type of community where people are coming together to support each other as they try to do ambitious things. Yeah, I just think it's really, really important work. What led you from jewelry company, slang and bracelets to becoming an early team member at Summit. It's a really beautiful story, but I, I actually met a dear friend of mine at university, Slinging Bracelets, who I became really close with. His name's John Stein, and he was an intern at Summit at the time. 
And after college, I had a plan to, to join a company back here in New York. And at the time, the Summit founders were thinking up how to buy a mountain in Utah. And John was very persistent and had me join them in a couple of phone calls, actually, that I later found out they had no idea I was on. So he, he had me sign NDAs and, and listen in and, and, and learn about what it means to buy a mountain. And then I met Elliot Bisnow in New York and basically started working for and with him the next day and found myself jumping out and moving to Utah unexpectedly for what I thought would be a month <laughs> and wound up being out there for seven years. Wow. So I, um, I jumped in with them in 2012 when they had this crazy idea to buy Powder Mountain and very quickly became the bridge between the global summit community and the physical place that is Powder Mountain. We pulled off that acquisition. Wow in 2013. And since I had been kind of working, wearing many hats through, throughout the summit ecosystem and organization, but but mostly focused on the real estate project out there um, and our, our physical home for, for you know, a, a like-valued community of entrepreneurs. Yep. I've had some incredible, incredible times out there. I, I think my first event was probably in 2012. Met you. And then I think it was 2017, Johnny Steindorf, who I'm, I'm sure you know, and rented the mountain through a crypto party. So yeah, well, thank you for, for building that, that incredible space. I think Eden is a very apt name for that zone. Yeah, it certainly is. It's kind of this crazy vortex of a place and has brought together some really amazing minds. Yeah, I feel like that's a vast understatement. <laughs> so what can you describe for us your, your current work, your current project? Yeah, so... You know, Summit Junto is really an idea that I feel like had been floating around in all of our minds for so many years at Summit, which was this concept of how do we build a year-round experience that supports the creative entrepreneurs and the eclectic investors and the leaders of our generation, not just the couple times in which we bring people together throughout the year for our flagship Summit Series experiences. And when COVID hit, the, the team kind of wanted to support the community in the quickest possible way that they could and not have them feel isolated. And then also needed to pivot the business to think about how do we build something that we're all really excited to be building, you know, beyond just COVID. And so the concept of Summit Junto was kind of this idea that rose to the top of the treasure chest of all the ideas that, you know, that get thought up at, at Summit. The, the core of it is really that we get to curate personal boards of advisors for our community and, and beyond people who build big and break things. And as I said before, creative entrepreneurs and, and eclectic investors and innovators of our time. And, and so we pair people with a group of five to seven others who are, are at a similar life and career stage. And this process is something that you know, we've done for now 13 years uh, is the curation of, of great humans. But this is one that really is meant to be long term and, and set people up for, you know, multiple years of, of getting to better themselves and better the world by having the ability to kind of co-navigate challenges and opportunities and ideas with each other. So the core of the experience is these personal board of advisors supported by a, a network of facilitators that we've brought in, as well as formats that we've designed with systems architects and those facilitators. And, and so it's this year-round summit-style journey 
And then kind of in what we call the surround sound to that core experience is fun adventures that that members get to go on together and resources and tools and just access to the the global Summit Junto community, which is growing really dynamically and, and pretty quickly, which has been really amazing to see. When I saw Summit Junto, I was just like, yep, this this has been a long time coming. This makes complete sense. Yeah, definitely. It seems very intuitive and it feels that way. You know, I think so many people are kind of opting into this year round experience where, you know, I I always say that at the end of our events, and and I think you may have oftentimes been one of the the last ones standing, but we had to kick people out and and send them home and they never wanted to go back and integrate into their, you know, into their reality in a sense. And so Summit Junjo is kind of the the year-round version of you know of, of how we get together and, and support one another and really show up as our whole selves, which I think as entrepreneurs sometimes is is not a given. And so it's been really amazing to to see people really support each other through 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 all of it, the personal, the professional, because those lines are quite blurred in our community since everybody loves what they do so much. So it's been very very powerful and certainly really intuitive for us. Yeah, I think those lines are completely blurred as entrepreneurs. So. Early in, in your journey with with Summit, with building difficult things, I mean, Summit is wildly successful now, but you know, I just read the book by Elliot and others. It was definitely a, a pretty classic 10-year overnight success story in, in some ways. I mean, it happened, I guess, maybe faster than, than some successes. But um, what was the most important thing or things for you early on as a founder? What were the things do you think that led you to, to be able to do difficult work and be happy doing it? Good question. You know, I think to clarify, I'm not one of the founders of Summit. There are four founders of Summit um, and I got to really work very, very closely with them, you know, as they were taking on what seemed like the the impossible, buying a mountain. Just getting to really kind of be around people who in the name of the book, you know, make no small plans from the very, you know, early kind of formative uh, stages of my of my career has allowed me to say yes to so many things and also have a pretty discerning eye to the things that, you know, might not make sense. And I think staying really focused and yet determined and ambitious has been kind of core to to how I navigate business and, and building things. And I got to, you know, I, I got I got to just dream big with these guys and and build a community of people who believe in, in dreaming big and making no small plans. And and I think when you get to be around that, which is certainly not a given for most people, but when you get to be around it and be immersed in a community that is built on like reciprocity and and on building important and impactful things, it almost feels like anything's possible in a way. Um, because this you know, the community just keeps kind of providing for one another and that reciprocity loop just keeps growing. The community keeps providing for one another. I think that's a really important statement. Man, there's so many so many things I want to ask you. <laughs> I would say the foundational principle in Revelers is all problems are solvable with the right knowledge. And a great example of that is how many human beings died of exposure literally sitting on the materials needed to make fire, but they didn't have the knowledge to make fire, and so they didn't make fire. And yeah, I think Summit is a testament to our ability to find creative solutions, to build incredible things. So it heads us into a pretty meaty question. You know, we've got a lot of problems in the world that need solutions. Some of them have timelines. You know, if we want to keep the world below two degrees Celsius, we've got about 10 years to do so. 
so future generations will will thank us or not thank us. What do you personally feel are are the most important problems that we need to collectively solve right now? That is a meaty question. Yeah. You know, I, I don't know if this feels to me, you know, instinctively like the most important problem, but it's just the separation, right? The non-togetherness that we've all gone through and continue to go through. And I think you touched on it before, like by having this knowledge sharing and I've seen it, I think you've seen it with our own eyes. There's this ability to like mutually support, you know, whomever it is that's around you to be our best and, and biggest selves. And, and I think just the more and more we kind of move away from one another, the more and more problems arise. And, and therefore, then there are so many threats equally as impactful to, as that that then get created by by that separation so you know i think us finding ways to convene community and invest in our communities and give back to our communities and define what is community right because i i think community in and of itself can sometimes create separation because there's sometimes this i don't know ex exclusivity that comes with that a really interesting answer to how do we collectively take care of these these considerations and challenges that we're facing as a society came from a founding patron, Lucian, which was time travel. And I was like, time travel? And he was like, yeah, we need to go to the future, imagine it being really dope and wonderful and healthy and sustainable and durable for humans and other creatures. Um, and earth, and then work backwards from there to do the things now that will lead to that. If you imagine 10 years out, we've taken care of climate change, we've, we've rectified this uh, extinction stuff we're heading through, we've dealt with inequality and, and other problems, you know, people have food, people have water. What for you 10 years from now does a thriving earth future look like? It's a good one. I think it's a place where we where where there are no there are no walls there are no boundaries people are are collaborating and connecting and we're in a place where we're not only healing our, our planet but we're healing ourselves through those connections and we're able to you know all individually and collectively thrive because of it that's a good answer <laughs> yeah i think I, I would agree with that which to me as a crypto nerd sounds like sounds a lot like a a global community connected through the internet where, where everybody owns utilities and utilities are, are healthy and thriving. But what interests you about Revelers? You know, I think when we first connected, we have this shared interest in, in connecting people to um, ideas and people to capital and, and, and finding creative ways to, to do that and, and amplify ideas and humans that are doing things that maybe perhaps differently. Um, and I think the, the the structure and and certainly the group of people that you've brought together is extremely impressive and you know I, I think the the opportunity to collaborate with this group to bring my you know superpower so to speak of finding interesting humans who are are dedicated to to impact and to bettering themselves and bettering the world just felt like a really exciting opportunity. And I think the structure of Revelers is one that I think a lot of people have been trying to navigate and, and figure out. And it seems like you you guys have put together a really interesting model that that could disrupt, you know, the, the space as we know it. So um, I'm excited to to be involved and to to bring some really amazing people to to this community. Yeah. Well thank you. I'm I'm extremely excited to have you involved. 
definitely cannot take credit for everything that's that's come together. It's got an awesome team who are, are really dedicated. I mean, I agree. I think we need we need to change how we're thinking. I remember being, you know, 25. I had just launched the first roof auction for solar, and I was at a solar conference, and I was looking around, and it was it was me, a young entrepreneur, and all these oil executives, and I was like, huh, I think. <laughs> system might be the problem. And that's actually what got me into crypto. Personally, my motivation for doing Revelers is basically to create what I wish existed for me as a young environmental environmentalist, basically. Mm-hmm. What do you think founders most need? I mean, I think it's a catalyst, right? Like, and, and I consider myself and Summit and, and the work that we've done to be really a catalyst. And I think it's in many founders' journeys, having that first person to really believe in you and to support you is, is so important. But imagine having a community of people that can do that, you know, based, you know, right, right off the bat, which I think is what's so interesting about the structure of Revelers and, and the opportunity. So I think having the kind of firepower of a community behind you off the bat, so long as obviously the idea is is one that is big and uh, executionable and the founder is somebody who you know is is up for the, the the tall task i think having that catalyst is such a igniting force yeah yeah and you guys do that extremely well how do we find these founders it's a big world you know we've got eight billion people i remember being in india and driving through delhi and seeing this like pretty pretty rough slum and there was this young man leaning against his, his scooter with his phone. And I was like, wow, this guy has access to the world's knowledge. He can build products, whatever applications. But yeah, how do you think we find these people who are, are ready to take on challenges? I think by, you know, exactly as, as you're doing now, like finding the right people who have come with community and who have, you know, access to kind of future minds that are, the, the innovators, you know, that, that, you know, that, that 25 year old you, Tom, <laughs> that like really dreamed big, it will create virality, you know, where, where we can really lean into all of our, you know, access and communities. And also by having a really clear, thoughtful mission, which I think Revelers does with a group of founding patrons who have been through it all, it seems, you know, and, and have navigated it all. It, it naturally attracts the people who you know may have a seedling of an idea and, and don't necessarily know what to do with it, and I think revelers can be set up to to be the place in which inspires and catalyzes people who you know may may never even had the opportunity to to, to dream as big as I think is possible. You know, yeah. I think having that support system around them is is something that's going to naturally bring out entrepreneurs who have it in them and and may not may not know it yet yeah i mean i think it's for sure true that we're all capable of of more than all of us probably think i think that's the average so summit as a whole i think you know i wish that the whole world could have access to it i hope that one day they do what do you need what does summit gento need to be successful yeah i think you know we're we're kind of just getting started right and and we've brought this opportunity to a select group of our community and and you know my belief is that after seeing so many of these groups have profound experiences and outcomes i mean people are funding their next companies or finding their next business partner or just finding new perspective right i think we can really create these 
personal board of advisors for so many different archetypes of people. And I guess my hope is that the same way that we all as entrepreneurs build our advisory boards, we will always have kind of our personal board of advisors to, to help us navigate all of the things that come up in, in life and work. And so, you know, I think we're always looking for people who are aligned in, in that and, and are highly committed to wanting to better themselves and better the world. So we want to be, you know, that support system for the, the people who are building big and, and who want to live their biggest lives. Yeah, you have done so much work to figure out what those principles of thinking big while thriving are. And I think that's really the, to me, that's like the crux of Summit. And the internet allows us to scale that as you have those principles nailed down, they can they can scale infinitely, which is why I like DAOs. Absolutely. How do people get in touch with you? They can go to summitjunto.co and learn a bit more about what we're doing. I am reachable on almost all <laughs> technology, but happy to share my email here as well. Um, it's jess at summit.co if anybody would like to reach out. Cool. We'll put that in the show notes. I feel like I have to say that. <laughs> Anything else you want to share with investors who are seeking to support people willing to do ambitious things or or founders that might be willing and ready to take on some challenges you know i think the thing that i've gotten to experience um, firsthand and and now really get to to see every day is is just the power of of having diverse inputs all around you so i think that has been one of the unique things that summit has has done you know from the beginning and, and built from the beginning is that it's not you know solely a, a tech conference or a, a culture conference or and community it's it's so multidisciplinary and i think having access to a group of people who are at you know can, can kind of understand the weight of your responsibilities but look at things from a totally different vantage point that can be you know, industry or background and discipline or just way of living, like it unlocks potential that I think we often don't know that we're missing when we're in our our lane, right? When we're when we're like, you know, so heads down working on on something. And so I think to entrepreneurs out there who are looking to build, make sure that you're you're really getting access to new perspective and and you're getting you're taking advice from you know, multidisciplinary advisors and it allows you to, to think a little differently and I think therefore be more successful. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. It's, it's almost like it's actually been a theme of these founding patron podcasts, which is like the idea of, of a pause, of taking a moment to get perspective on where you are, how you feel, who you're with, what you're up to. So yeah, well, all of our conversations are among my favorite conversations. So thank you once again. Thank you very much for for being involved, for being here and, and for your time. Thank you. You always open my mind and my heart and, and uh, thrilled to be here with you building this thing. Thank you. Awesome. All right, Jess. Well, thank you very much. Thank you.